found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. Well, here it is, Friday, TGIF or TGIF, as I call it. And uh, Matthew, good morning to you. Good morning, Dale. We have a guest in studio with us this morning. He's uh, one of the best in the world of billiards. One of the best in the world, right? I like the way you talk. <laughs> one of the best in the world. Probably need to bump that up a little bit. But Paul Gurney. Those, those days are gone. <laughs> Paul, good morning to you. Thank good to you. have you in. Good morning. You're a Logan Sport native back. You know, you moved back to town here a while back, and you're going to give a great show at Logan Shooters coming up on Sunday. That is true. I, I can't get out now. It's publicity's all over town. So. <laughs> I had a good time, by the way, driving down here. Um, I entertained myself by just seeing what stores were open and <laughs> see what their lights were. Ah. They all turned out to be gas stations. <laughs> yep. <laughs> this time of day, that's pretty much all you got. Yeah. yeah. So uh, tell us about your show. If folks are unfamiliar with you, you are known as the Ambassador of Pool. Right. And... Um, You've been all over the world, basically. And that's a lucky thing. I, I've, I've been to 53 countries around the world, mostly to help promote the sport and uh, uh, a lot of places in Europe that wanted to, had federations that wanted to grow and learn more about the game, play more like uh, some of the American tournaments. Uh, before that, a lot of, a lot of uh, world tournaments really included just the Americans. Uh, so it was about growing the sport and... Uh, that's where we are. They've all grown up, and I've been to uh, everywhere from Japan to South Africa to uh, pretty much everywhere in Europe. Well, was all so. this sponsored like through you know your pool cue company and all? Yeah, that I learned a long time ago. Uh, it was a, a real good move to no matter how I played. Well. I, I don't want to say it this way. It sounds like if you have a crummy month, you still have your chance to go to the mailbox. Uh, so yeah. I learned about sponsorships, and it was really about uh, uh, getting uh, other companies to to do that. They found out that I could talk to CEOs and I could talk to Cub Scouts, and so it was really about uh, getting the message out to people all over the uh, the world, and really or finding a really good translator that could help me out. Right. So now. You got started at a very early age here in Logansport, basically at the church rectory and played a lot at the, the Y back in the day. Yeah, I was six years old when I first uh, was given a cue stick and put my hands and I was lifted up to the table <laughs> and uh, I was trying to do what I saw everybody else was doing. I, I think they figured it might as well entertain me by doing that and I th I think my first shot uh, must have looked more like a slap shot in hockey. Yes. Because uh, I didn't know you're supposed to go forward with it. <laughs> you have to move forward and backward. Right? Uh -huh. Nobody told me that. And I think I entertained them more than they entertained me. Jab at it. That's right. So uh, uh, once they put me down, which probably was pretty quickly after that, <laughs> they, I... Uh, I found time to just, I was staring over the rail all the time. I was a little kid. I looked like one of those Kilgore was here and things. I'm looking over the table, right, right. staring at the at the balls on the table and just watching what was going on. So I was captivated from that. And then uh, and then came my YMCA years, and I, I really had to uh, start by 
uh, earning my way, my membership. But back then, it was a, a whopping $3 a year. <laughs> and I wasn't sure I could handle that. And so I I, um, I said, boy, I really want to be a member. And so they said, okay, well, then come with me. And they have me shoveling coal <laughs> nice. to earn my $3. Nice. I thought maybe one day was good. He goes, you'll be back here tomorrow, right? <laughs> So I'm shoveling coal. I remember that. And now I have to tell this, when I tell the story, I have to say, remember coal? Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So, uh, but that was the deal back then. What a different world we lived in, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> and we thought everything was hunky-dory. And by the way, it was. Sure, so, sure. And so, um, and that I did that just so I could... Uh, go upstairs with the and be one of the boys, even though they were all older than me, um, and uh, and put planters peanuts in my grape knee high because I learned how to operate the machine. I got extra money if I shoveled more coal. Now and now I'm uh, I learned how to work the um, candy machines and things like that. Peanuts, nice peanuts and soft drinks, and sit down and watch the uh, Mickey Mouse Club. It's like. <laughs> Yep, that was highfalutin stuff. <laughs> and so there I was. And um, sooner or later, the, the pool table got my attention, and I was um, beating everybody. Well, yeah, everybody in the place. And I, I didn't, um, it wasn't a thing that was always happening, but almost almost always, no that kid. pool and ping pong. Wow. And... Um, and I had another skill at the Y they didn't talk about much, but they, it's not like sliding down the banisters or anything, but it was, uh, I shot free throws. Just don't make me move. And that's what, I I shot like 94% on free throws. Wow. Uh, but it was a hand-eye coordination thing. Right. And um, I thought, well, I'll just try myself at basketball. That was the problem. I was moving so did this so pool i could don't have to move i can just stay right there and just move my eyebrows and my back hand and that's about it so the game of pool just came natural to you i i think so because i mean you, you did you learn all this yourself i mean you did you really have a well, coach to like help you out or anything right? i had people telling me things uh, when i was younger i learned when i grew up that they were telling me wrong the whole time <laughs> so but it was enough to get me started right. so and my older brother uh charles uh, now he goes by Chuck, like that's an improvement. <laughs> but he's a California guy, so we let him get by with that. Surfs up, right. you know, that kind of thing. But uh, So he and a friend of his, um, he was two years older than me, and so they went out and played and at the YMCA. So it was kind of a fun thing. Um and they all had, well, no, do this and do this. And I learned at an early age that I really like cut shots. Mm. It's like, don't make it straight in. That's like, pfft. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was, and so I learned that like, I was fascinated by what you could do with the angle and, and where exactly to hit. And I learned where to hit when I have spin on it. It's things like that that made a difference. Right. Like, no, every day was a new chapter. Like, no, this is so cool. And so it just kind of grew and grew. And the church, uh, um, once they had the one of the two pool tables moved from the old parish building on 6th and Market, moved to the uh, to the new building. That's the one I learned on. It's still there, mm -hmm. and now it's mine. I no, paid 
I, they gave it to me about 35 years ago, <laughs> and I've uh, went. Kind of cool though. I came back for the 140th anniversary of the church, mm-hmm. and uh, so now 175th year is right now. But um, I think what that means, like you own the table, but that means you got to take care of it. And so I, I would just hire a company out of Indianapolis to come up when you're making your route around Indiana. I look in on this table and tell me what it needs and send me the bill and but I didn't mean to make it that easy for him but <laughs> the table cost okay me. we will yeah boy did they and so yeah you need a you need a new cloth but I've heard nobody's played on it since the last one so that was fun it was a heck of a way to grow up and I remember uh, doing a lot of my uh, redox equations for chemistry on the ping pong table and then only well that's where I have my books right. <laughs> I'd be over at the pool table sure but we left the uh, the door to the uh, that, the side door of the building that led to uh, downstairs went up to the billiard area I left that open a little bit so I could hear my father driving up after he came back from visits uh, with the hospital or uh, or wherever <laughs> being the minister as I will <laughs> We were the only ones in the building until he showed up So at the time. Hmm. All right, we're going to take a break. Okay. When we come back, though, you went to college at Purdue. Yes. And you met another pool great there. Right. So we'll, Nick uh, Varner, we'll talk about him. All right, so we'll uh, do that when we come back. You're listening to Tidbits. This is Tidbits. It's a Friday edition of Tidbits. Matthew and uh, myself joined by Paul Gurney. That's right. Paul, known as the ambassador of pool. And uh, he's going to put on a great show Sunday at Logan Sports Shooters, all to benefit St. James Lutheran Church. Their 175th anniversary. That's a long time. It is a long time. So uh, he's here. Now, you ended up going to Purdue University. All right. And while you were there... You ran into another pool great, and what are the odds of that? And he was in my class, so I had to deal with him for four years <laughs> at least. Uh, I stayed on for graduate school, but he, uh, yeah, thankfully, he went out and couldn't wait to get at everybody else. Uh, his name was Nick Varner. Nick was a great player, and still is. Um, doesn't play much now. He's doing the business side of, uh, of the business and uh, has a distributorship and doing great with that. But, uh, yeah, he was, uh, I think he was there to keep me from feeling like I was in charge of everything. And so he got out there, and uh, I think, like I said on the show yesterday, he he would just run 100 balls in a row for breakfast. He was just that kind of guy. Just never, uh, it was just so easy, and it it taught me a little bit more about uh, uh, control of the shot and, and how smooth the stroke was and so on. So... I give uh, Nick a lot of uh, credit for that, although I, I never got to win the national championship like he did. So, hmm. so in, in college, they actually have like uh, pool pool teams. Yeah, actually, they're uh, they've come and gone over okay. the years. I think it depends on who's in charge, uh, but there is an association of college unions, uh, ACUI, Association of College Unions International, and they. Uh, 
every college has at least I know at least over 900 I know there are about 6,300 colleges in the country and a lot of the bigger ones with bigger student unions would have uh, recreation and games tournaments and so on and they would meet at various venues depending on their uh, college uh, the sport that they're mm-hmm. trying to do whether it's table tennis or chess or pool and so on and uh, and they're divided into 15 regions around the country. And in later on, uh, later years, even though I never won one of those national championships, I was always invited to the national championship to be the pro, uh, to shake hands, to visit all the guys, to address them at the banquet, and uh, yeah, and congratulate everybody. Like, yeah, you you're here doing something I could never get to do. <laughs> and so I made it into a little bit of an enjoyment dinner speech and. Uh, uh, and then also motivational at the same time. So I got to meet a lot of uh, future stars or guys who thought they were going to be future stars and girls too. There was a men's division and a women's division. Mm-hmm. So, ah, uh, the college days. <laughs> now, you talk about uh, him going on and uh, he was, uh, uh, again, there's a Hall of Fame, right, for Pooh? Yes, yeah. he's in the Hall of Fame. And... Um, he was, uh, now was he from, he wasn't from Indiana, was he? He was. Is that right? And is. Hmm. Um, well, actually, uh, it's a tough tough thing here because they cross over the border a lot. I don't know whether it's a Paducah thing or not, but Owensboro, Kentucky. Okay. And so, uh, so he did a lot of playing on this side of the border, uh, made some friends with a player from Terre Haute, and so they would go back and forth and... And this other guy went to Bloomington. He went to Purdue, and mm. that was that. So, mm. um, but when you play pool, it's um, there are no borders. It's just about uh, this guy and that guy, and let's play this game, and yeah. kind of fun. But it was, it was a, a good experience to watch him play. I still think that way. You may mention that when he went pro, he found it easier than. Then in college, you made mention. Well, no, that was when he went to the national tournament. Oh, okay, national. And, uh, in the colleges, and and he, I heard him say this is kind of fun, but it made me feel good. He goes, "I had tougher competition on my campus." <laughs> wow. Uh, and so, and then besides the regionals, and then the national tournament, so uh, that made me feel good. I think it's like, well, thanks. I think Nick, but uh, he turned out to be a. Uh, uh, a multi-year time world champion as well wow. uh, on the pro side. So um, now was all that in like Vegas a lot here in the states? I mean, were there? You know, a lot of well, <laughs> a lot of uh, uh, players think that everything we did was in Las Vegas. We'd yeah. probably go only once or twice a year. Really. Uh, and that was because of the trade shows being there. They wanted to do them at the same time. Um, I think now the uh, the amateurs get there more than the pros do now because they have, uh, f- frankly, in Vegas they want to sell um, hotel rooms, mm. and and uh, they don't care. Here's here's a buffet. Have a good time, and they usually do. But uh, just don't spit. Uh, but they but they uh, they would have the amateurs. I mean, they could fill up. Treasure Island or Caesars or wherever they're t- uh, hosting the tournament, and so um, and amateurs, you know, they would show up by the thousands in the, 
that gets uh, Vegas all excited. Right. And pros, you're like, what? You only have 64 players that are qualified to come here, or 96 players? That's how many were really. I mean, so there wasn't yeah. huge numbers of pros back then. Well, there were, except that they would have to qualify to get oh, to a, that okay. level. But um, back in those days, they would take the 64 um, better players and uh, 32 women players. There's 96 right there, and it was, uh, and that was pretty much it. Well, that doesn't count for hotel room nights, and that's what right. the, that's what the casinos were talking about. Mm. Uh, although all the other demographics were good, they would say, "Well, they may like to gamble, and they may like to, you know, yeah. they'll throw their money down." Right. So, um, so let's talk about getting into the realm of trick, trick shots, okay? Because that's that's a funny name for it. It's really artistic. <laughs> it's artistic pool. Uh, but uh, a lot of people would not understand that either. And I, I came to the realization that they might not understand whatever name you gave it. It's like, and they would just, uh, uh, is it tricky? Is it, are, you, are you fooling us? And I think it's because uh, it seems like a magic show. Yeah. And that's why one of our ESPN programs was called Trick Shot Magic. Yeah. And so... Uh, and I can do uh, put out a, a collection of balls on the on the spot where the balls are usually racked, and I would cover them with a handkerchief, and uh, and poof, they're not they're, they're not gone, <laughs> but I'm going to put a ball in one of the pockets, and I I put the eight ball on the spot and surround it by six balls and cover it up, and now it's real difficult, and everybody's going, I don't know, and I'd say I'll tell you what, you pick the pocket. And I say I want that eight ball to go in that pocket, and and I would uh, just go ahead and smack it in whatever pocket they called. And then, no kidding. Yeah, and and everybody else are scratching their heads, or the, <laughs> especially the engineers, or the, the physicists. They're going, wait a minute, that's not right. Or I would go around the table, uh, three cushions, and and bounce right into a. A paper bag. The bag would flip over. The cue ball would come back out again and finish the job. And go ahead and make the other ball. So, <laughs> so now you, we talked yesterday on Talk of the Town, and there was one occasion where you, on the break, put every ball in the pocket. Well, no, that was not on the break. Okay, so it wasn't I didn't on the mention break. that during the okay. show, did I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so by the way, you're thinking, my goodness, yeah. what a miracle! <laughs> well, that's oh, by the way, that well, actually, that would take some some great uh, video editing. I know you guys have all these names for it, but it's like, uh, and we did something like that for a show called Get Smart. <laughs> And uh, Maxwell Smart, <laughs> yeah. and and he was uh, there was gold that was stashed inside of a pool table. This stuff never happens, <laughs> but the, only on that show. Uh, anyway, you could not open that table unless you made certain balls into certain <laughs> pockets, and it was a simple. It was a four ball shot, um, and the balls were lined straight up outside of the side pocket, and he made those balls and. And all of a sudden, the table turns, and then underneath is the gold that was in the table. And on another shot, he also uh, made all the balls in one shot. Okay. Now, you can tell it's phony. I mean, they would stop action everything and move a ball a couple inches and a couple more and a couple Everybody, they're all going a little further and further. And so when they put this whole thing together, 
Um, these balls are not going straight to the pocket. They they weren't that accurate when they had to move the balls. And so some of them were going like this right. in right. S-shape or something like that. And they all imagined to go into the pockets. But that was part of the charm of Get Smart. Yeah, it smart. really was. It really was. And then he would come up with a smart aleck attitude or, or accent, Don Adams. So we got a text, and someone wanted me to ask you. Sure. How satisfying it is to walk into a small bar with a pool table and run the table. Do people get mad? Actually, no, I've found it even more satisfying to sit down and and watch everybody else play now that I'm in Logansport yeah. and realize that when I get done, I'm going to be the only guy in a place that never missed a ball. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I watch... Uh, I, I have gone to the seven or eight places that... Uh, have teams in the pool leagues and sit there and watch them play and I realize that this is a perfect place to pick up students for the need to improve their game but, sure. uh, or they come and ask a question and I, I want to say this uh, it's satisfying to know that I can help somebody improve their game and they get I'll give them an honest answer right away if they ask me one question now, if they ask me a bunch of questions in a row, it's starting to sound like a lesson. <laughs> then I have to charge. Then you got to start charging, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that one question is free. Of course, these guys are lining up. I'll ask this, and then you ask him this. <laughs> you know, so they're pretty smart. Right. Um, but, yeah, if they ask me a question about pool, I will answer them honestly and, and help them out with that. And, and I think they're appreciative of that. And I want to make sure that, uh, I don't tell them while they're playing their game, uh, a coaching uh, kind of thing, but afterwards, if they have a question about it, uh, yeah, I'll tell yeah. them, you could have done, if your memory's any good, remember the layout of the table, and you could have played this first, and you made that shot too soon, got yourself in a jam, and now and, <laughs> and didn't control the cue ball. And, yeah. and just a couple of basic rules that tell them, and by the way, they're a lot like golf, a golfer, a golf pro would tell you, mm-hmm. keep your head down, keep your eye on the ball, yeah. don't uh, don't raise up. Follow uh, through. You got to follow through. Same yeah. stuff. Yeah. And um, I'm thinking, whoever wrote the manual probably was thinking about every sport. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, well, not everyone. Kid right. texted and said, "Hey, I, oh, kid, is that right? Kid's a local player. I know he. Yeah, you know, plays a lot of pool. So Sunday at Shooters, kid, I've got a three ball rack for you. Okay, <laughs> he knows it's me. So." It's, <laughs> So at Shooters, you're going to uh, go about, what, hour, 15 minutes or so on your show? Yeah. The, the show is officially an hour long, but I know uh, we'll be talking. I'll be uh, yucking it up, and uh, and people will say, uh, what else? Uh, do some more. And <laughs> and in pool, it's like an encore, yeah. and I'll I'll keep doing some, some shots. So. Okay. That'll be a fun time. All right. Or else. Okay. <laughs> so there's several sponsors that are making this kind of possible. I love them. They've been all very cooperative. And I'm going to run down the list because okay. they kind of deserve it. Uh, Logan Sack, Emilio's on the River, Mingland Jewelers, Servant's Heart, The Gallery, uh, State Theater, Split Road Media, Parker Family Dentistry, North Central Indiana Sports Medicine Center, The Sycamore, Alice Body Shop, Priceless Banners, St. James Lutheran Church, The Black Dog, Cause for Paws, Pet Adoptions, Mix It Recordings, uh, Mike Anderson, and East Point Muffler and Break. Yeah, that's a lot of sponsorship. Well... I, I guess I was just going up and down the street. I had nowhere to go. <laughs> no, actually, I have uh, gotten to know them since my time here, and, and uh, I needed 
some recording stuff done, so I went to see Dave Ozenbaugh, mm-hmm. and I went to, and I went to, uh, I needed my watch repaired. I went to Minglin's, and God knows I always needed computer stuff done, so I went to. <laughs> Well, now it's great tech, but you know what yeah. I mean? So I would get the chance to... And when I damaged my knee, then the sports medicine people helped me out. They were awesome. Mm. And so every it was like that with everybody I met. And so uh, I like meeting good people. Let's say that's, that's one thing we didn't even touch on, yeah. is that you've had this incredible career playing pool, but you're also a singer. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a normal guy. I know you don't think so. <laughs> You guys don't think so, but I, I tell everybody I'm one of the normal brothers. Sure. There's there's Ab and there's uh, Sub. Yeah, <laughs> both. Now, you the know, normals. I, I know we wanted to kind of get involved in some of your other stuff, appearing on television and so forth, because it, we find that amusing. You talked to Matt about Peter Falk, yeah, and on the Dinah Shore show right. and and uh, things of that. We're running out of time, unfortunately, and. We seem to do that a lot. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yesterday, we went 40 minutes. Are you serious? Yeah. We talked for 40 minutes on Talk of the Town. You know, it's That's just, awesome. It's easy to go that long. It is. But all this benefits St. James Lutheran Church. Yes, it does. You're going to have silent auction, and uh, food will be available. You can pay for that. It's all going, the proceeds going to St. James. Right. And they for their community outreach uh, programs. So, so. so if you want to get tickets, tickets available uh, at Shooter's Bar and Grill, the Dutch Mill, the bungalow at St. James, or if you see Paul around town. Get well, tickets. that's the thing. I'm heading out of town already. Okay. Uh, after this, I'm going to Elkhart. So. Okay. Now, we have a ticket. Matt. Oh, we do. We yeah. do. Let's give that so away. We've got, we got to figure out how we're going to give this away. Well, usually we just have a text to give. Okay. Text to give. Here we go. All right. Say text eight ball. <laughs> eight ball. All eight right. ball. Eight ball. And uh, send it to my text number, 574 702 1037. My number is 802 365 1023. Look at that. They jumped on it right away. I mean, and they will uh, randomly pick a winner. Yeah. Uh, include your name. Yeah, include your name. And uh, we'll fix you up with a ticket. So, uh, Ked, he quickly texted of course. oh i should have known <laughs> he's on the ball <laughs> yeah. but uh, we'll randomly select one and we'll text you back if you if we and uh, yeah and you can get this 20 dollars ticket and uh, enjoy the performance doors open at noon right on sunday we have a uh, a silent auction going on for a while first and then we get right into the show oh here's a female pool player christine great so you know and that's something you know pool is is uh doesn't matter who you are, where you come Much from. more. Yeah, it's just anybody can play uh, Thanks pool. to a lot of the pool leagues yeah. doing that. Right now, there are didn't used to happen. There used to be maybe 8 or 10% of the players that were women over the years. Yeah. And I'm talking about in the 30s and 40s. You guys don't know about that. I'm, I'm going to pretend I do. <laughs> um, but actually, uh, nowadays, there are pretty close to... Uh, 35, 36% of the players that are women mm. that we wouldn't have expected before. And that's mm. because of the move to the home market and the fact that they're playing in leagues and so on. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you coming in. Yeah. It's always and it was kind of last minute to invite you in, but I yeah. wanted to put you on here. And maybe we Well, can, I appreciate it. Because I think you're going to do something a little later, maybe in the year. And, yes. Yeah, and maybe we can bring you back then and learn more about your TV shows that you were Some on. Some people say they would like, and sponsors too, would like to see yeah. a show in the, 
in the church? Are you going to do it on the table you played on originally? And oh. can we see a show where the kids can come with us? And, yeah, yeah. Or where it's not in a bar? Right. And so uh, I said, you know what? That can be done. Okay. So Everything we'll look forward to it. Done. Very cool. Thanks, Paul, for coming. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Matthew, Appreciate thank you. It. And Thanks, that'll Dale. do it for today. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.